0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Federal liberal cabinet retreat begins uh, in Winnipeg, um, and uh, Mr. Trudeau and his cabinet. And the question is, what's the objective for the now minority government of the uh, of Justin Trudeau. Abigail Beeman is a global national reporter based in Ottawa. She joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Corus Radio Network. Thank you, Abigail. Um, so the retreat is just the Prime Minister, this one, is just the Prime Minister in the Cabinet, right?
1: Well, that's right, plus a number of uh, special guests, if you'd like to call them that, on uh, a variety of different topics.
0: Now, the the choice of Winnipeg is interesting. Is There's a political consideration there?
1: Absolutely. It's certainly no accident that they picked Winnipeg. They uh, usually hold their cabinet retreats outside of Ottawa, so that's not a surprise. We've seen them in various places in the country during the first mandate. This is, of course, the the first cabinet retreat of the second Liberal government mandate. But uh, as you know, the Liberals lost all their seats in Alberta and Saskatchewan. Here in Manitoba, they went from seven seats down to four seats, and they've been on a mission to let Canadians know that they are listening to them right across the country. We've seen the Deputy Prime Minister, Christopher Freeland, uh, spend quite a bit of time out here in the prairies and a, a number of uh, leaders have come to Ottawa as well and, and a, a lot of ministers have been out traveling. So this is just a continuation of that message, sending the message that, uh, that the Trudeau government wants people to think that they understand that they have to be a government uh, for everybody. We know that um, the Prime Minister will meet with Manitoba's Premier, Brian Pallister, on the sidelines of the Cabinet retreat that's happening tomorrow morning, as well as a meeting with Winnipeg's mayor tomorrow morning. And there's also going to be a specific panel uh, on regional development with sort of a local angle with a a number of players that will be led by Jim Carr. So he's not in cabinet anymore, Winnipeg uh, MP Jim Carr, but he is the special representative to the prairies. And he's, of course, from Winnipeg. So key to have him here for some, but I'm told not all of the meetings.
0: Wow, quite a public relations exercise going on.
1: Yes, that is a a good way to put it. And the conservatives, for their part, were critical uh, ahead of this retreat that. The, that it's uh, not enough to hold yourself up in a hotel for three days and have these meetings, but you have to really engage with stakeholders and engage with Canadians. So we are seeing some of that in terms of that meeting and that panel that uh, that I mentioned, uh, but uh, that was the, the criticism that they that were not actually getting out and speaking to enough people.
0: Yeah, so the forever election campaign continues because we have a minority government reality. We know it's not going to be four years until we vote again. So uh, everybody's sort of in a semi-election mode with the Conservatives now going after their their leader. That's the leadership campaign starts um, uh, th- this coming week. Abigail, do we ever know really? about the average person's question is, what what happens at these? Uh, what, uh, I mean, what's what? What do they do? I understand the meetings. I get all of that. They're going to meet with one another. Is that just the beginning and the end of it, or does anything else go on that we'd be interested in?
1: Well, I think it I think that it all depends on the context of each one in terms of these retreats. So what's relevant in the context here is that this is the the first one. So you have seven new faces in the cabinet. They haven't worked together uh, for very long. and it's a chance for them to, to get up to speed, but the pressures are much different in a minority government. So, in the cabinet retreats that I've attended, anyway, they've all been about a maximum of two days. This one is three days. The days are very long. It is uh, really a packed, uh, a packed schedule, and there are different pressures that that lead to that because it's a minority government and they have to to think differently. We just heard from the finance minister a few minutes ago uh, when he was asked about, you know, are you going to work with other parties differently in your pre-budget consultations? Because that's a a big headline here. One of the big focuses of today, anyway, is the economy. And Bill Morneau says that you know we've always consulted with other parties but that those consultations would be more robust this year in a minority government. So a lot of different thinking uh, at this cabinet retreat perhaps than some others but they really have to figure out what their legislative agenda is going to be. We know that you know NAFTA is a priority. We know that they have to make uh, amendments to the medically assisted dying uh, legislation which is something that the Justice Minister addressed uh, to reporters uh, this morning but other than that they have to figure out what the priorities are here. So for for example, just with their promise to make Canada carbon neutral by 2050, that's a, a huge promise. Are, how are they going to legislate that? How are they going to make it happen? Where does it fall on the agenda? Gun control, another example. There's there's a lot of things here, and you know they made a lot of promises during that campaign. Yeah. So what happens at these meetings is a chance to, to figure out that agenda.
0: And then there are the, uh, the sudden, unexpected, tragic emergency uh, situations like the shooting down of uh, the Ukrainian airlines jet with 57 Canadian lives lost. So Iran is on the agenda. I would imagine that Iran will be on the cabinet agenda as well.
1: That's absolutely correct. Um, The foreign affairs minister, Francois-Philippe Champagne, arrived here in Winnipeg uh, from Oman, where he had been sitting down with his uh, Iranian counterpart, the foreign affairs minister for Iran, which was a very rare occurrence for a Canada Iran face to face meeting like that. So he certainly uh, is updating his cabinet colleague about that. He spoke to reporters this morning a little uh, about the meeting, about the investigation. There are some new concerns or uh, a new wrench that Iran, which, you know, seemed to be open to handing over the black boxes to another country like Ukraine or France to examine it. Now is, is there are some reports that Iran is suggesting it won't do that. So like you say, there's a lot of, of hurdles or unexpected occurrences that add to uh, the agenda here. Another very big one is the storm in newfoundland and so we got an update from the defense minister and the public safety uh, minister uh, this morning or this early afternoon uh, about the situation in newfoundland so uh, some some additional balls thrown thrown their way this cabinet retreat
0: abigail thank you so much for uh, giving us an insight into what happens in the cabinet receipts generally and this one specifically really appreciated. have a great day
1: absolutely you too
0: bye-bye abigail beeman uh, from global news global news uh